1: that so you wouldn't be in a polygamous relationship oh no i get jealous too easily what's good this is another episode of dx daily your favorite podcast the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture it is brought to you by the good people at hip-hop dx and i am one of your lovely hosts who is feeling very, very blessed to be a fan of hip hop today, Asia Sky. Oh my goodness, I am your other host who is also blessed to be a hip hop fan, A-Dub. It's Friday, it's the weekend. It's a big weekend too, man. So much stuff happened over the course of the past 24 to 48 hours, so we got a bunch to dive into. French Montana celebrated his song, Unforgettable, going diamond, and he celebrated with a brand new, very shiny plaque. Also, Freddie Gibbs and Benny the Butcher, their beef is continuing to play out right before our eyes on social media. Joey Badass, Tiana Taylor, and Jadenna linked up to have an open discussion about relationships. And Lil Baby just put out his brand new documentary, Untrapped. Plus, you know it is Friday, so that means there's tons of new music out today, tons of amazing releases we have to get into. New Offset, Benny the Butcher, Lil TJ, JID, DJ Khaled, and more. So, like I said, A ton to dive into, but first, please subscribe to the podcast. You know, we got to ask you that every episode. We thank you if you have already subscribed already. Now let's get to it. All right. So wait, before we we get like into the real topics, topics, can can we just talk about this? Because I just saw this all over my Instagram timeline. Drake's new hairstyle. Mm. (laughs) If you haven't seen it yet, it's like a slick back Gelled back, waxed back type of thing. It it looks like the hair kind of wants to go into a little bit of a a mullet in the back. It's a lot going on with this new Drake hairstyle. Like, what what would you rate this one to ten? Like this new Drake look.
0: I mean, Drake Drake is known to be having some you know infamous looks uh, with his hair, um, from the hard cut design to the braids, now to like yeah the slick back curly thing. I think it fits his aesthetic or it fits his personality while he's on vacation right now. Um, but it, it was unique. It's different. I, I kind of like the slick bag. I give it like a six out of ten. Unique?
1: Not a six yeah. out of ten. I don't know, man. I, I I can't get behind this look. It's like the Teddy Pendergrass slick everything to the back. I, I don't know. I'm not feeling this on Drake. I, I don't feel this style on Drake. It kind of looks a little midlife crisisy y to me. Oh. Just a little bit. Like, <laughs> are you going through something right now? It, not even midlife, because Drake's not, like, 50 yet. Drake is, Drake is in his early 30s, I think. So maybe, like, third of a life crisis Drake is in. That's what this hairstyle looks like to me. Well, see, I kind of liked, um, I think when he washed it or something and it became
0: like a little baby fro that was
1: kind of cute yeah I don't know I, what he's doing right now yeah okay yeah I, I like the baby fro better let's 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 transition over to that let's keep that drake anyway <laughs> let's get into these real stories man french montana received his diamond plaque for the song unforgettable with he and sway lee Definitely got to applaud that because that is no easy feat going diamond, meaning you sold 10 million copies of this record is crazy. Like only legends of the legends get to diamond status in their music career. Like you have to really make something that touched so many people, not just in America, but around the globe. And they did do that with that song, Unforgettable. I remember it being number one for so many weeks and breaking all these different records And the video shooting the video um, in Uganda, I believe it was like that. That song was really a moment in music history. So I'm glad uh, French Montana got this diamond plaque. I'm glad he solidified that. And when he celebrated it, it really did put it in perspective because he just spoke about like being from the Bronx, being an African artist, being of African descent and, and really making it to that status where you have a diamond record. So that's fire.
0: Yeah, definitely fire and the song unforgettable like that's a classic coming out in that 2017 uh, time period like music was just great at that time and so unforgettable was definitely one of those songs um but he actually received the achievement back in june but he just now got the plaque so of course when you get the plaque you got to show it off and everything because it does it does look good and so yeah he took the instagram to say um that he's the first african-born artist to ever receive riaa diamond certification and the first male artist to achieve this status from the south bronx the mecca of hip-hop so i like you know that french montana you know was you know showing off you got
1: to the birthplace of hip hop, the Bronx BX, that's fire. I, I love that he shined that perspective on it like not only is it crazy to go diamond, but to be from the Bronx where hip hop was born at and go Diamond is a different level of blessed for sure. So congratulations to French Montana and Sway Lee, because the song wouldn't have been what it was without Sway Lee singing that part on there. So congrats to both of them major. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's talk about Benny the Butcher and Freddie Gibbs real quick. So we've been seeing them go back and forth on social media over these past couple of days. And it's been getting very, very petty and very, very ugly. Like, it's not even a fun beef to me because we're not even getting it in the music. Like we're just getting them going back and forth at each other on social media and people getting beat up and chains getting taken people posting nudes of people's baby mamas like I just feel like this whole thing is just getting out of hand no it definitely is it's I can't even tell you the last Freddie Gibbs or bane the butcher song I've heard it's been beef 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 only yeah so it was all reignited when Benny actually posted a video of himself wearing Freddie Gibbs's chain now if you recall some months back we reported about how Freddie Gibbs got jumped while he was in Buffalo. A lot of people were speculating that it was Benny the Butcher or Benny's crew that had something to do with it. Fast forward to a few days ago, Benny posted a video wearing Freddie's chain, and then that like just reignited the whole thing. And then Freddie Gibbs was obviously returning fire, taking shots at Benny, and then Benny wound up posting basically a photo of Freddie Gibbs's girlfriend engaged engaging in sexual acts. He posted that to his Twitter page and was like, oh, watch where she she puts that tongue. She'll put that tongue anywhere. And Freddie Gibbs was like, yeah, my girlfriend used to do porn. Like, I knew that. So what? Mm. Like, it's just, it's <laughs> a lot of petty going back and forth. People calling people out for having parents who are in law enforcement. It's just a lot of it. And I just don't know the root cause at all. Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> why are we doing this? yeah,
0: like I feel like it's a low blow to like, you know, post girlfriends or like wives' pictures of the people of the people that you're beefing with and things like that. And now it's just like being petty or trying to find something to like stir up or make them mad. And it looks like, you know, Gibbs wasn't really phased by it because, yeah, like if your girlfriend does porn, There's going to be something out there. Um, But then Gibbs kind of fired back and was like, you wish your wife was this bad. I
1: seen her. She ain't it. So it's just getting petty at this point. Take it to the studio. Take it to the studio or I don't really want to hear it right now. This is not some Pusha T and Drake level beef that's going on right now where we've gotten records, dish shots back and forth in the songs, and then they also take it to social media, and then they also put out, like, family business or salacious scandalous secrets about people. Like, it's just straight social media beef right now, and I'm not here for that. I don't want to see that unless we're getting the music with it. Yeah, Exactly. All right, well, speaking of things that have been going around on social media, this viral clip has been circulating and it's of Joey Badass, Jadena, and Tiana Taylor. And they're discussing polyamorous relationships in this this clip. And it's for a show on Bumble that Tiana Taylor actually did another episode of. The first one I saw floating around was her and Lori Harvey. And then this is episode two with Jadena, Joey Badass, and her. And they're getting into it. I've described myself as polyamorous before. I've used the term ethical non-monogamy. But at the end of the day, I believe in agreements. Period. But like, put some respect on a woman's swag. I feel it like is. they're trying to take that away from the woman to feel like, oh, you doing it because that's what he wants. And it's like, nah, that's actually, not what it is. I run this shit. What makes me happy is feeling like I'm still free. I look at polyamory, monogamy, and all the things in between as an orientation. That's wicked. it is. Now, I find this show actually very interesting. It's called Love to See It, uh, and it's by Bumble, which is a dating app. Never been on the app, by the way. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) I, I find these episodes to be really interesting because the discussion that we see on relationships on here is kind of more mature than what we've been seeing in, like, the podcast space or the show space, whereas it's usually just, like, Men versus women is what it turns into when we have the relationship conversations, or it turns into, why don't y'all do this as women, or why don't y'all do this as men? And it's just like a non productive means of speaking about what's happening in dating, marriage, relationships, et cetera. So uh, I did find this pretty interesting, but. I feel like, I don't know why I feel like this as of lately. I feel like the, the polygamy agenda is at play. Like everybody's trying to get everybody on board with this. Like, am I wrong in this? Like, I feel like we're seeing so much of this now. Yeah. I feel like that
0: too. Like they kind of, when they, when I do see interviews or like clips about it or other people talking about it, it's kind of like, oh, you know, join us and this is the (laughs) way that life is supposed to be. You'll be so much better in your relationships. And I'm just like, mm I don't want that.
1: So you wouldn't be in a polygamous relationship? Oh, no. I get jealous too easily. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've I've been solicited with this, like, by other people. Like, not someone I've been dealing with personally, but, like, by other people that are in polygamous relationships and they're, that mm-hmm. are into that. Like, I've been solicited uh, for that on, on more than one occasion. And I'm not mad at it. I'm really not mad at it. But sometimes it feels like a little join join my cultish like yeah <laughs> when the approach just feel like hey like come join the family it, it feels a little money Mike to me a little bishop magic don juan like join my stable <laughs> a little bit and that that's the part that i was just like ah i don't i don't i don't want to feel pimped right right <laughs> like that's the that's the, the bit of the vibe i get but from their discussion. I and I haven't watched the whole thing. I just saw that that clip, but uh, it seems like they're they're having a more mature discussion into it, and and they'll give like the less salacious or sensationalized side of it. So I will check that one out. I will see what they're talking about on Love to see it. Yeah, I'll check it out too. Let's see what they're talking about. All right, speaking of checking things out, I definitely checked out that new little baby documentary, Untrapped. Y'all know how excited I have been about this documentary. I wanted to go to one of the screenings, actually. Didn't get a chance to do that, but I did get a chance to start it. I didn't finish the whole thing because there was so much content to get into, but this documentary, it's good so far, man. It's You get like a real look at not just little baby, but you get a look at Dominique. That's his real name, Dominique Armani Jones, and you get a a look at who Dominique is, not just Lil Baby, which is something that I really liked about this documentary. It's about him overcoming oppression, poverty, doubt, all of the things that happened and went on in his early life to become who he is today in the music world, to be such a big fixture in hip-hop, and it just dives into all of that, and you don't just get to see Lil Baby, like I said, you get to see Dominique, you get to see Dad, you get to see homie like friend, whatever you get to see all of these different sides of Lil Baby and it also ties in some of the history of Atlanta and some of the things that went on during his youth in Atlanta and it's just it's so advanced for somebody in the stage of their career that Lil Baby is in so really really a great watch so far I can't wait to finish it.
0: Oh, I have to check it out because I've been like on the music documentary thing for a while from even the Shania Twain documentary on Netflix to the Murder, Inc. one on
1: BET. Um, so I got to check out the little baby one if you say it's good like that. So Yeah, Untrapped, man. Fire. It's on Amazon Prime. Definitely check it out. Now, let's get into this new music, man. Big weekend for music. Uh, let's dive into the singles first. Lil TJ, Beat the Odds. Now, this is great to hear from Lil TJ because, as we know, he had that shooting that was almost fatal. He got shot seven times, and he's already back making music. So, you know, big ups to Lil TJ for coming back and beating the odds, literally, literally <laughs> and figuratively and metaphorically like he's using in the song. Like, no, nah, that's, that's, that's crazy that he's able to heal up and, and come back this fast after being shot seven times.
0: Yes, yeah, definitely good to see from little TJ. Um you also got another single out from Offset, Picture Money Bag Yo called Code. We've been talking about them teaming
1: up for the past couple weeks now too, so that that single is out. Offset was sliding on that song, too. He he was rapping like he got something to prove. Like, I'm going to show y'all why the Migos ain't going to be the Migos without Offset. That's what he was rapping like on that song with Moneybag. So, uh, yeah. Whatever is fueling that, if it's the anger, if it's the falling out, whatever it is, Offset is channeling it in the proper way. Because that song was dope. Mm-hmm. We also have new music from Quavo and Takeoff, speaking of the Migos. And their song is called Big Stunner, and it features Birdman. Haven't got a chance to check out that one yet, but I definitely will. Also, new Benny the Butcher and Stove God Cooks. They dropped 297 Parkside. That's what we need more of. Just put out more of the songs, the music, the albums. Give us more of that, Benny, and less of you and Freddie back and forth with Baby Mamas and Chain Snatching. Um, And then there's also a new single from Nav, which is called Wrong Decisions. All right, let's transition it over to the albums now. And J.I.D. put out this project, which I've been waiting on for quite a while. The Forever Story. I'm clapping it up for that because this album has been a long time coming, man. I didn't get to listen to the whole thing of this album so far, but I did listen to some of the songs up there. And I like what I heard. Like Even from the first one, like Galaxy and then Radar after that, those two loved them. The one with Earth Gang, Can't Punk Me, Earth Gang. JID was rapping, but Earth Gang was was killing it too. I feel like Earth Gang kind of—I don't want to say they made the song, but I was really feeling Earth Gang on "Can't Punk Me." Um, he's got Twenty One Savage on the album, Lil dirk on the album, Lil Wayne, Yasin Bay, aka Most deaf Like he's got some crazy features up there. Ooh, the song with Ari Lennox. Oh my God, what's that one called? The "Can't Make You Change" with Ari Lennox. That song. Mm-hmm fire man and J.I.D. has this thing he he does like on a few songs of the album where he makes it sound kind of like a 90s hip-hop song almost but it still sounds modern at the same time it's really dope and I feel like they did that on the song with him and Ari Lennox and Ari sounds amazing like when I hear her I think of 702 or something like that or Mm -hmm. or Nicole Ray like just those great singers from those 90s groups something about the texture of her voice just gives off that vibe. So that song with him and Ari is amazing on the album. I, st- like I said, still have to finish listening to it, but what I heard so far from JID, I really enjoyed, really, really, really enjoyed. And that most deaf verse, fire.
0: Yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to uh, JID's album either, but I've been seeing a couple tweets and people are liking the album. Only one song I've heard was Better Days with the Jonte Austin. That's kind of towards the bottom, but... Um, I like that one. And it should be an easy listen to. It's only an hour long album, 15 songs on it. So I definitely check that out this weekend for sure, because I heard it was good.
1: Good vibes on that J.I.D. album. Rock Marciano and the Alchemist dropped the Elephant Man's Bones. Um, I saw that they're going to be on rap radar, too. So I'm excited to check out the album and then check out the interview with them so I, I think that's going to be like a fire thing I think I'll I'll actually hold off on the album until the interview so I can just watch them both back to back mm-hmm. so excited for that as well and then you know you know the one I've been really really itching to talk about this DJ Khaled album God did they ain't believe in us but you know who did God did okay Period. this Khaled <laughs> album I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing on this either and I did something which I really don't like to do when I listen to new albums but I had to do it just in the interest of time. I had to like skip around because there were certain features that I just needed to hear mm-hmm. before I jumped on the podcast today. And first one opens it up with Drake and the Drake intro is only really like 40 something seconds. It's less than a minute long, which I was like, dang, well, why did he make that decision? But I felt like it was needed because from the Drake intro, you go right into the title track. God did Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, DJ Khaled, John Legend, and Hov. Oh my gosh, my life was changed again <laughs> when I when I heard this Jay Z verse on God did. Like it, it went so, 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 so crazy. Um, before we get into that though, we can talk about like the other features on the project because he had a lot of people on this album. Yeah, he had
0: um we talked about Kanye West and Eminem. They're on the third song, Use This Gospel. Mm-hmm. They also got Future and Little Baby Together for Big Time. Um, you also got Don Tolliver and Travis Scott for Let's Pray. You got Lotto and City Girls
1: for bills paid. I got to check out that one. Yeah, no, he had a crazy amount of features. And the one you mentioned about Kanye and Eminem, which was called Use This Gospel, I liked Ye on there, but M, like, I don't know, man. I was really expecting a standout album moment from Ye and Eminem, and I don't feel like I got that. I didn't really connect with the M verse like that. But I'll tell you what I did connect with, man. (laughs) This this Jay-Z verse, like, let me just... Start off with the applause because this introspective, just self-reflective, poetic, powerful, empowering verse. I just felt like it was almost autobiographical. This Jay Z verse on God did, and it's like four minutes long of just Jay going in rapping, and he's talking about everything. Like he's not just speaking on himself either; he's speaking on just the multiple lives he's touched, from Rihanna to Kanye West to LeBron James. And all of these people are billionaires now. And I love that he shined the light on that in his verse. Cause it's like, these are all proverbially fruit from Jay-Z's tree. I love that he shined the light on that and just how far that they've been able to take it. And then also like him speaking on his friends, the people that were there with him the whole time. Like he mentions Ty Ty in the song. He mentions OG Juan Emery. Like he shouts out guru in the beginning of the verse. He speaks about all of his day ones in this, in this verse, and then, like, he just makes accomplishing the impossible sound possible. And he makes his accomplishments, as colossal as they are, sound relatable t- to us. No, we cannot relate to being a billionaire. <laughs> I like, can't even relate to being a millionaire at this point, me, myself. But, like, just he makes it still sound relatable because, no, I don't have a billion dollars, but I can relate to having a dream. And that's mm, that's mm. how he makes it relatable to everyone And I just feel like he just was so intricate and clever and intelligent in the way that he just wove together his life story to inspire other people. So I I feel like that's exactly what he did on this verse. It's a story of transformation. It's a story about making something out of nothing. Like we all know that story. And it's just personal, professional, emotional, mental, spiritual, like all types of growth you can have. I feel like Jay-Z was speaking on that in this verse and I feel like they need to like study Jay-Z. This has to be like researched, written about <laughs> in detail, like in great detail. This verse was so amazing, man. I feel like Jay-Z's story is just a great American story. And I feel like it's really one of the greatest stories ever told in life. Period. Like that's <laughs> that's what I got from this verse on God did. Hove did. Hove did. Period. You know they were saying that this is Jay Z's best verse ever. So do you agree that it's up there like that, or it is a top Jay Z verse? Definitely a top Jay Z guest verse. It might be his best guest verse. Mm, maybe I w- I would put it in that conversation for sure of the of top three Jay Z guest verses. Um, I don't know if I would say best verse ever. Like, out of all of the Jay-Z verses that have touched people's lives, like, I don't know if I would say it's the best one ever, but it's definitely one of the best Jay-Z verses this past decade, for sure, and definitely one of the top three guest verses from Jay-Z, in my opinion. Like I have ran this thing back. And even in the midst of me trying to, to listen to all of the new music releases and all of these things that have come out, watch the documentaries and all of that and hurry up and do all of that between the hours of midnight <laughs> and 6 a.m., like mm-hmm. I still found time to run back, God did, because it just was, that song was just, man, it just made me feel so many ways, so many ways. Like I said, I think this Jay-Z story is one of the greatest stories ever told. And I feel like he kind of told his life story in a verse a little bit on this one. Yeah, for sure.
0: I'm glad he came with it. Everybody was anticipating like what his verse is gonna be like, even how the DJ Khaled album was gonna be, um, because they said you know the last one felt rushed or the features didn't make sense on the songs to so the beats and things like that. But uh, from my first listen to the God Did album, granted I haven't heard it all the way through, just like a little samples and like skimming and things like that. I think it's done pretty well this time. I think it's pretty good. I think the features make sense for who they're all with big you know big features like the Jay-Z like Kanye West um they're actually good verses and things like that so I'm excited for this DJ Khaled album I know people were like it just ain't good I'm canceling Khaled I'm doing this and this but I think it's pretty straight though for an album and the Jay-Z feature definitely does it for sure.
1: Yeah, Jada Kiss went in too on the Jada Kiss interlude. Uh, yeah, you had a couple of, of big moments. I liked I enjoyed the Lotto and City Girls song. Like there was, there was a few moments I enjoyed on this Khaled album so far. So can't wait to hear the rest of it. If nobody else believes in you <laughs> and your life, just know. God did. That's what we taking from this Khaled <laughs> album, man. So get into all of this new music. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to us on all platforms, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, which is Hip Hop DX,
0: and be sure to follow us on all of our
1: socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us on social media as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. That's A S H I A Asia S K Y E Sky. Let me know what you think about about these albums. Let me know if God did hit your spirit like it hit mine.
0: Right? And let me know too in my
1: uh, social media which is Ada that's A Y E E E D U B B. All righty, have a great weekend. We will see you back on Monday with more daily news. See ya.